where Toronto's Filipino community can be heard every Saturday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. on AM 1430. CHKT, Fairchild Radio. This is AM 1430 Diagwith Armajan folks, welcome to Keologus Crack on April 27th, our last show of April. Ken, can you believe it? I was going to say, as usual, Ken has joined me, but it's not usual to have to have you here. But I'm back. You're back. I'm here. You're back. It's great. I uh, can't wait for patios and sunscreen and golf and all those things that summer brings, but um, man, oh man, what's happening here? Unreal now, I tell you. Beautiful day out there right now anyway, isn't it? And uh, we uh, heard, of course, Tipperary there. We'll have, we might even have a man from Tipperary on later on today. Yeah. One of the, the more famous bartenders in this town. And uh, what else is going on? We have some good news for travellers, I'll tell you that. Wow, how big, big is that? Big, announcement from Air Canada this week that um, we'll have direct flights year-round starting May 2014. So that's good news. And stay tuned because we'll actually have the lady herself, Jane, from Tourism Arnold will be on to, to talk Wonderful. about that later Wonderful. on in the show. And uh, what else? Leafs in the playoffs? Leafs in the playoffs. I'm a bit disappointed. I'm going down to the game tonight, and mm. I thought it was going to mean a lot more than it does. So yeah. anyway, I think a win tonight, and then a couple of other results, and uh, Leafs-Montreal in the first round of the uh, of the playoffs. Uh, that's going to be fantastic. Though. Oh, it will. Great yeah. to have playoff hockey back in this town, for sure. It is. It is. And National Football League finals are on tomorrow. We've got Dublin against Tyrone. That'll be a uh, fantastic tell. It'll be interesting to see now if Tyrone are, uh, are back, for it, huh? back for it. I think they are. I think yeah. they are. A um, couple of big rugby games going on as well. Yes, already if we're uh, not giving away too much, but uh, Leinster are well out in front right, okay. right at this Done. moment. Excellent. And um, a fellow that we grew up watching playing soccer uh, passed away this week. Um, yes, he was indeed. fairly young, Tony Grealish. Yeah, good midfielder. Played yeah. with the likes of Liam Brady and that, didn't he? He did, and, he uh, did, yeah. God rest his soul. Johnny God Giles, rest his soul. He was young. He was only, what, 56 or something like that. I think so. He can't have been, can't have been too old anyway. And um, what else is going on here? I know it's very interesting, the news there about Air Canada, because um, Eamon, God rest his soul, of course, um, was very heavy, uh, heavily involved in lobbying for this over the years. So he was I think indeed. it's ironic that we have somebody coming on. I mean, it's, uh, it's incredible. Yeah, he's up there looking down for sure. He's doing a wee bit of a jig, I'd say, at this stage, because uh, both he and I had attended numerous meetings. Uh, mm-hmm. At that time, I was heavily involved in the chamber. Yeah. And we had met with Dublin Airport Authority and Air Canada and Tourism Ireland and trying to rally them around both here here in Toronto and up in Montreal. This is really good news for the community. I'm sure people will be uh, yeah. ecstatic about that. And uh, we'll be talking rugby too. Uh, more rugby. Ireland coming to Toronto. That's huge. This yeah. is huge. This is going to be one of the biggest uh, events, I would say, biggest Irish events, um, events that involves Ireland, at least, I'd say, in many years. I mean, you were at the last game when they were here in 2000, but this team yeah. is uh, it's a different team now. It's oh, a it di- is this is And a great, great venue as well. I, I'm really looking forward to seeing what... Yeah, BMO uh, Field is actually good. Uh, You're you're right close to them. I was down to watch Canada versus USA with uh, last year, and uh, it is a good venue for sure. No doubt about it. 
All right. Well, listen, um, I might uh, kick it off here with a bit of music, Alex, if that's okay with you. And, um, you know, I started off the show saying that, you know, I never see you any anymore. Right. And uh, I thought I might pick this little song to welcome you back. And it's Keen. Remember that band Keen? I do. Haven't haven't done anything for a while. And we might as well be strangers. Stop. The Quinn family invite you to visit downtown Toronto's oasis of Irish hospitality at the Irish Embassy, 49 Young Street at Wellington, and PJ O'Brien's at 39 Colborne, just behind the King Edward Hotel. The Irish Embassy, a landmark of classic architecture, is your downtown destination for drinks, snacks, lunch, or dinner. Call 416-866-8282. And just around the corner, enjoy the local pub atmosphere of PJ O'Brien's, serving the best in pub fare and also your downtown venue for an intimate evening dinner. PJ's has live music every Friday and Saturday night. Call PJ's at 416-815-7562. For over 12 years now, the Belfast Lounge has been the go-to place in Mississauga for great food, great ambiance, and a traditional Irish welcome. Located at 5165 Dixie Road at Amco, just north of Eglinton, Colin McCullough and his staff will be pleased to welcome you to an Irish bar and restaurant that evokes memories of some of Ireland's great classic pubs. You can choose your spot at the bar, dine in the comfortable restaurant section, or just stretch your legs in the cozy lounge area. The cuisine of Executive Chef Colin is renowned, whether you are dropping in for a fast pub grub lunch or a more leisurely evening dinner with family and friends. 
We look forward to seeing you at the Belfast Lounge, an Irish oasis in Mississauga. Call us at 905-212-9048 for group bookings or to find out our upcoming entertainment schedule. We're located at 5165 Dixie Road at Amco, just north of Eglinton Avenue. Chemfiltravel.com and irishtravel.ca has final call for a superb $500 off per couple for all CIE tours of Britain and Ireland throughout 2013. The final booking date is Tuesday, April the 30th. Air-only deals include May 3rd or 9th to Dublin, returning on May 14th, 16th or 17th, $939 fully inclusive, or June 3rd, returning on June 25th for Dublin or Shannon, $909 fully inclusive. And a call to all golfers out there, the Ireland-Canada Chamber of Commerce has the gathering 10-day golf trip to Ireland, which is filling up rapidly, scheduled for September 20th to October 1st. Call us for all the details and check out kimpletravel.com and irishtravel.ca or call us at 41866, sorry, 1-866-887-0865 or locally at 416-489-2424. Kempfield Travel looking after the interests of travellers to and from Ireland. All right. Excellent. I, actually, Ken, before we get into the news, I know Desmond is on the line. Um, I just wanted to uh, make a quick announcement and some sad news that Monica Mullen uh, passed yes. away during the week. Yeah. And uh, I've just been asked to pass on some details. Uh, Monica was from Dublin and her husband, Pat, is from Mayo and have been very, very uh, big in this community. And uh, she was, as somebody uh, put it, a mother to many and she will be sorely missed. And just uh, some funeral details. The funeral mass is this afternoon at one o'clock in Precious Blood Church. That's Lawrence East Victoria Park. Uh, followed by cremation. Donations to a charity of your choice would be appreciated. So uh, just uh, um, may she rest in peace. Yes, our thoughts and prayers are with the family there. Right, and on the line we have the man from this country's capital. Desmond Devoy is down in Ottawa. Desmond, how are you this morning? I am fantastic, and it's uh, great to be uh, with you lads on this uh, kind of chilly morning here, but... uh, uh, hopefully some of the news stories will, will warm everyone's hearts and uh, with the news from Ireland for this week and here are the top stories that have been making headlines in Ireland and our top story this morning. Well, some parents are up in arms this week about a decision to move children's congenital heart surgery from Belfast to Dublin, warning that it could put the lives of children at risk. The Health and Social Care Board has recommended the move, citing enhanced north-south transportation links. The move still has to be approved by Northern Health Minister Edwin Poots, but Samantha Marshall, whose son Tom, too, has the condition, told the Belfast Telegraph that four to five children a year might not survive the trip south. The board has been looking to move the operations from the Royal Belfast Hospital for Sick Children to Our Lady's Children's Hospital in Dublin to perform the operations. Congenital heart disease is the most common birth defect in Northern Ireland, with about 250 babies born with it every year. The Heartbeat Trust noted that the move would require 24-hour, seven-day-a-week specialist transportation, which does not currently exist. The Belfast Health Trust also said it had concerns about keeping surgical skills in the city. In crime news this morning, the main suspect in the murder of Detective Garda Adrian Donahoe, 41, has likely fled to America. The Garda was killed this past January 25th when he was ambushed by a group of bank robbers outside of Drogheda, County Louth. The man in his 20s, described by Gardy as being, quote, of immense interest to us in the case, was due to appear in court on an unrelated matter. Investigators believe that the suspect entered the United States illegally and that his location is now known to them. When the suspect failed to appear in court, the judge issued a bench warrant for his arrest. A gang of five from both sides of the border are the main suspects. Two men have already been questioned about the theft of a car used as a getaway car, later found burned out in County Armagh, but no charges have been laid. It is understood that there is still not enough evidence to extradite the suspected gang members to the Republic for questioning. The police have taken nearly 400 statements on the case and made more than 1,000 lines of inquiry. In news from the North this morning, for years, Republicans tried to avoid seeing the inside of the Mays prison, also known as Long Kesh, site of the hunger strikes in the early 1980s. But now, thousands of tourists will likely see the inside of the infamous prison thanks to a new 300 million British pounds sterling investment to preserve the jail near Lisburn, County Antrim, and to build a peace and reconciliation centre to be opened in about two years' time. Deputy First Minister Martin McGuinness, himself a former IRA commander, said that, quote, this building will, will only be a shrine to peace. Some unionists have called for the prison relics to be flattened, fearing they could become a monument to terrorism. But First Minister Peter Robinson supports the new development. 
Some victims groups have asked for the Peace Centre to be moved, but Robinson said this week that he dismissed, quote, scaremongering garbage from unionist politicians. There will be no shrine to terrorism, he said. We will do it with all sensitivity to the victims of terrorism. Well, this week in Irish history was a busy one for the Easter uprising of 1916. On April 25th of that year, British troops, about 7,000 British troops rather, moved on Dublin, moved from Belfast and the Curra in County Kildare, a day after the proclamation of the Irish Republic by Patrick Pierce on the steps of the General Post Office in Dublin on Easter Monday, April 24th, the day before. That same day, martial law was declared in the city. April 23, 1918, saw the start of the general strike against conscription into the First World War. The government of Lloyd George was seeking to extend the Military Service Act of 1916 to Ireland. April 27, 1782, saw the death of Cork-born pirate Anne Bonney, a famous pirate operating in the Caribbean. On April 22, 1875, Charles Stuart Parnell entered the Westminster Parliament for the first time as a Home, League, Home Rule League MP for County Meath, having been elected a day earlier. Ironically, 30 years later to the day, would see the death of Captain William O'Day, whose 1889 divorce action against his wife Kitty O'Shea, in which Parnell was named as a correspondent and having a relationship to her while still married to Captain O'Day, essentially killed Parnell's political career. On April 21, 1916, Sir Roger Casement is captured by British authorities after he lands off the coast of County Kerry in a German U-boat. The German ship the Odd which had just been discovered off the coast the same day, with about 20,000 rifles for Irish rebels planning the upcoming Easter Rising. And finally from us this week, well, it's tax time again here in Canada, but with Ireland just introducing the property tax, there were bound to be a few hiccups. And Irish Army Private Kevin Murphy, 25, certainly got a shock when he opened up a letter from the Revenue Commissioners saying that he owed about €427 in property tax on the Cahill-Bruja Barracks in Dublin. His dad, Joe Sr., told the Irish Daily Star this week that he wishes his son owned the barracks, but instead it is owned by the Department of Defence. Even more weird, Private Murphy is based out of the Aiken Barracks in Dundalk, County Louth. Joe Sr. told the paper that his son had a laugh about it, put it on Facebook, and while he's not allowed to talk about it, the barracks are, quote, sorting it out for him. The commissioners have since admitted that they sent the letter in error. And there you go, that was the news from Ireland this week, folks. Now you're up to date. Now it's back to Toronto with Ken Tracy, Mark O'Brien, and Alex Young. So, to us, all of our listeners, slan go foil. Thanks very much, Desmond. Excellent stuff. Okay, well, um, Ken, I uh, picked a little tune here for from one of my neighbouring counties, um, County Carlow. And um, I had a lot of fun in Carlow. I did. I got a little bit of my education in Carlow, and <laughs> some of the best years of my. I learned how to do shots in Carlow, actually, oh, believe it or not. Yeah. But um, so Paddy Riley is going to sing this song. At, uh, but you have a bit of a Paddy Riley story now. <laughs> I, I think do. It's a funny one. Yeah. No. It's it is a good one. I was uh, I was going into PJ O'Brien's for a pint one night. I was downtown and waiting for traffic to subside. Was my <laughs> excuse anyway. Popped in there for a pint, and uh, and of course Pat uh, was there at the door. Uh, Pat Senior and uh, he said uh, come over here come over here and Paddy Riley was there and and he said to Paddy Riley he said Paddy you have to meet this guy <laughs> Ken Tracy <laughs> and I'm thinking oh my lord what is he what's he up to anyway it was uh, it was quite a funny one and, and my mum loves Paddy Riley and when I told her that that I was sitting there having a few pints with Paddy Riley she was she was in her glory she was so. Paddy Riley will never get that 10 minutes of his life oh he won't alright very good sure. I love this song follow me up to Carlo Paddy Riley Secure until he met at Glenmalure with Kirk McHugh of Burn. Person swear, Lord Kildare, great will do what great will dare. Now Fitzway him, have a care, fall him is your star low. Up with Halbert, out with sword, and we'll go for by the Lord. Kirk McHugh has given his word, follow me up to Carlow. See the swords of Glenamal, a flash and o'er the English pale, see all the children of the gale beneath. Burton's banner, rooster of a fight and stop. Would you let a Saxon cock crow out upon an Irish rub? Fly up and teach him manners. Person swear, Lord Kildare, fate will do what fate will dare. Now Fitzwilliam, have a care, fallen is your star low. Up with 
halberd out with sword And we'll go for by the Lord Fit McHugh has given his word Follow me up to Carlow Out from Sagar to Conmore Flows a stream of Saxon gore And great as Rory Ogomore It's sending blooms to Hades White is sick and grey has fled Out from Black Fitzwilliam's head We'll send it over dripping red To Liza and her ladies Curse and swear, Lord, you dare Fake will do what fake will dare Now Fitzwilliam have a care Fallen is your star low Up with halberd, out with sword And we'll go for by the Lord Fake McHugh has given his word Follow me up to Carlow Curse and swear, Lord, you dare Fake will do what fake will dare Now Fitzwilliam have a care Okay, so Kathy Murphy has been kind enough to um, has been kind enough to be kind of keeping her eye out for some new Irish coming to the city, and. Um, Oh, she does great work down there, doesn't she? Wonderful, wonderful. Lots of compliments about her, that's for sure. And uh, there's a lady joining us on the line who is uh, a contact that uh, Cathy had passed along to us and um, apparently was born in Canada. This is a unique one, uh, but she has uh, spent the rest, uh, her entire life in Dublin. Anyways, this Ashling Darcy's on it. How are you, Ashling? Hi, good. How are you? I'm very good. Are you on a break from work there? Yeah, well, I'm just a five-minute break. <laughs> yeah. Is it, is it official or unofficial? It's an unofficial kind of, yeah. All right. Well, where are you working, Ashling? I'm working, um, well, I'm working with Cathy um, three days a week. So yeah. I'm there um, just like Monday, Wednesdays and Fridays. And then I'm working in the body shop as well, just part-time because I'm in college too. So. Oh, wonderful. So, yeah. Ashling, so um, I was right. You were born here. And uh, what's, your, what's the story? Yeah, basically, um, my mum and dad emigrated here in like the late 80s, in 87, and had me then while they were here, and then like they were here for eight years, and then decided then to move back when I was only a baby, so I was like three moving back to Dublin. Wow. And, and yeah. who, are you, who are your parents? They're Catherine and Jerry Darcy. Catherine and Jerry Darcy. We always ask. Ken knows everybody in the town, you see. <laughs> <laughs> and how are you finding life back here, Ashley? I love that. I find like um, I've really settled, especially since going to college and stuff. I found that really helped. At the beginning, obviously, it's hard for everyone, right? So, um, yeah, I think really college and just meeting more people and stuff like that really helped. So now I, I can't really see myself going back anytime soon. And did you leave out of necessity or is it a bit of an adventure for you here? Um, no, like my mom and dad, um, my dad's in construction. So he was out of work at home for like three years. And um, my mom's job was kind of... Well, so, um, yeah, they, because they were Canadian citizens, um, we just kind of decided as a family to move back. Yeah. Oh, the whole so, family is back. Yeah, me, my mum, dad, and my boyfriend came along as well. Oh, god. Yeah. Wow, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. And you're finding things okay. So you're still are you living with mammy and daddy. We are, yeah, because I'm in college and stuff like that. It'd be just too much for us, um, like financially, we wouldn't be able to do it out on our own at the moment. So, right. um, yeah, just the four of us are living in an apartment at the moment and um, our house like we still have it at home we're just renting it out so excellent and where yeah. in Dublin did you grow up I grew up in Clendalkin very good very good yeah excellent that's great and and, uh, and which college did you say you're going to here in uh, in Toronto I'm going to so I'm there for two years it's just a, like a diploma program and I'm hoping then to go on to university after so Fair play to you. Plan. Yeah, hopefully. That's great stuff. Well, now now you're working with Cathy, so that explains why that's such a, a well-oiled machine these days, right? So it's really, it, you're you're the brains behind this thing. <laughs> yeah, well, I just kind of helped Cathy out. Like, I'm just the assistant there, but because um, she's so busy, like, obviously there's more and more Irish coming, so um, she needed an assistant in there a few days. I actually um, was doing, like, kind of voluntary work there from college, and then... She took me on then for the summer, so. Wonderful. Um, Fair play to you. And it must be nice for those uh, new Irish people coming into town to hear a, an Irish voice at the other end of the line. And, yeah, and um, I love it as well. I love getting to meet all the new people. And I've made some great friends as well just from meeting the new the new arrivals coming in. Like So it's good all around. Oh, that's brilliant. Good stuff. Well, you're very good for coming on, Ashling, and thanks for doing it. And I wish you the very best of luck. Uh, and indeed, uh, I mean, it's a, a massive change for your uh, for your parents as well. I wish them the very best of luck as well. So. For sure. 
Thanks so much. Take oh, care. Thanks, thanks. Ashley. All the best. Bye-bye. Very, Bye. Very good. Right. Well, there's. Uh, we mentioned off the top of the show about a big event coming up. And on Saturday, June the 15th, the international rugby team is coming here. Ireland are coming to play Canada at BMO Field. That's here in Toronto. There's an official pre-party from 5 to 7 p.m. at BMO Field. Kickoff is at 8 p.m. And tickets can be purchased at tickermaster.ca. So there's also, you can join the National Canadian and Irish teams for the Men of the Match dinner on Thursday, June 13th at the Arcadian Court. And tickets for that event can be purchased at events.rugbycanada.ca. There'll also be some more information coming out to us about an official post-party. So keep tuned there, folks. And you can also, of course, get all that information on our website, which is Saturday irishradio.com It'll be a big event, won't it, Mark? It will, and my mission is for Irish fans to outnumber Canadian fans at that game, and I don't think that that's actually, I don't think that's unrealistic, given the number of people that are coming here, and in fact, there are people that are on their way here that don't know what's on. So between now and when the event happens, there will be several thousand more people here. I would, um, I would, I think that's going to be just a fantastic event down there. The, it the will red be. and green all over the place will just be great. Fans and communities that get on so well together. Yes, and, indeed. Uh, I think it's going to be incredible. Just one big party, right? Yes, absolutely. Uh, yeah. and, and folks, stay tuned because we'll have different players coming on the show over the next uh, few weeks. Do you so, think we'd ever uh, get Al Sharon to come on? I think we might. I think we might. He'd be yeah. a good one to have, wouldn't he? He would. He would. And He's, you know uh, that he uh, when when. Uh, Ireland came in 2000. Yeah. He he missed that game. He was he, he was at a wedding. Mm. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Are you serious? So we might he might tell us. He might Where's fill us in on that story when he when he uh, when he comes out here. Have you met him? I did. Yeah. I had the pleasure of meeting a very very nice man and uh, we look forward to having him on the show. Mm, that's great. Stage. That's great. Anyway, we'll be talking a lot more about that in, will in the future. Anyway, it's almost unusual to cut from a rugby conversation to this song. But uh, anyway, uh-huh. uh, reminds me of uh, Sean Hart, who's the president of the uh, Toronto GAA. He's um, uh, at Tyrone. And Tyrone always do a great job, whether it's the St. Patrick's Day Parade. They always have the colours and stuff like that. Anyway, there's a little song here from Daniel O'Donnell. Um, and it is uh, a pretty little girl from Oma.
For Monoman, Brendan Dolan and his team welcome you to the Irish Shabine Pub, Etobicoke's newest Irish pub at 5555 Eglinton Avenue West, just a few blocks west of Renforth Avenue. The Irish Shabeen has been inspired by tradition and a desire to bring you the best possible Irish pub experience. Enjoy our warm interior decor that includes a large bar area and a variety of cozy spots to call your own. Our menu has a wide variety of delicious pub fare and we also offer a schedule of weekly live entertainment. The Irish Shabeen can seat over 150 patrons and we also offer a cozy 25-seat centennial boardroom with a fireplace and a 60-inch flat screen for meeting and presentations. This unique space is ideal for your special event, team, or association meetings. Drop in anytime and say hello to Brendan and his friendly team or give us a call at 416-695-9178. Once again, the Irish Shabeen is located at 5555 Eglinton Avenue West, just a few blocks west of Renforth Avenue. You can't beat the Irish and you can't beat a bit of home when looking for quality Irish goods. For over 10 years, our massive selection, convenience, and service have made a bit of home the choice for shoppers across Canada and the USA seeking Irish quality and uniqueness. But don't just take our word for it. Drop into our store at the Topkin Shopping Center at the corner of Rathburn Road and Tompkin in Mississauga. We're open Tuesday through Sunday for your convenience. If surfing the net is your thing, visit our online store open 24 hours a day, 7 days a week at abitofhome.ca. Celebrating 10 years of quality and uniqueness, a bit of home purveyors of Irish and British goods. Jim, can you believe it's been 20 years since we opened the Clatter House? Thanks to our loyal customers. Nora, it's gone by in the blink of an eye, and I don't feel a day older than when we started. Although you have a lot less hair. <laughs> That's true. Our road certainly did take a different turn. I never thought that we would be manufacturing the finest selection of Clada and Celtic jewellery in the country when I came here 43 years ago as a hand engraver. I know. I think back to the small handful of designs we started with, and since then you've come up with so many great ideas. Well, I must admit, I have come up with a few beauties. You can see all this wonderful jewellery in our showroom at the Clara House, right across from the Eaton Centre, at 211 Young Street on the second floor, suite number 201. We are just south of Shooter Street, north of Queen Street. You can reach us at 416-366-1247 or email us through our website at clada-house.com All right, folks, going to move on with some more music here, and uh, here's Richie O'Shea and the Streets of New York. I was 18 years old when I went down to Dublin with a fistful of money and a cartload of trees. Take your time, said me father, stop rushing like hell, and remember all is not what it seems to be. For this fellas will cut you for the coat on your back, for the watch that you got from your mother. So take care, me young bucko, and mind yourself well, and will you give this we note to me brother At the time Uncle Benji was a priestman in Brooklyn Me father, the youngest, looked after the poor When a phone call from America to send the lad over Should the old fella said it wouldn't do any harm For I spent my life working this dirty old ground for a few pints of porter and the smell of a pound As you may be there's something you'll learn all you'll see And you can bring it back home, make it easy on me So I landed at Kennedy and a big yellow taxi Carried me and me bags through the streets and the rain Oh, me poor heart was thumping around with excitement And I hardly even heard what the driver was saying We came in the short parkway to the flatlands in Brooklyn To my uncle's apartment on East 53rd I was feeling so happy, I was humming a song And I sang, you're as free as a bird but to shorten my story, what I found out that day That Benji got shot down in an uptown foray 
And while I was flying my way to New York, poor Benji was lying in a cold city mall. Well, I phoned up the old fella, told him the news. I knew he could hardly stand up in his shoes. And he wept and he said, go ahead with the plans. And not to forget, be a proud Irish man. So I went up to Nelly's beside Farham Road. And I started to learn about lifting the load. But the heaviest thing that I carried that year was the bittersweet thoughts of my hometown so dear. I went home that December, cause the old fella died. Had to borrow the money from a pal on the site. And all the bright flowers and brass couldn't hide the poor wasted face of me father. I sold up the old farmyard for what it was worth And into me back stuck a handful of earth And I boarded a train and I caught me a plane And I found myself back in the U.S. again It's been 22 years since I set foot in Dublin The kids know to use the correct knife and fork but I'll never forget the green grass and the rivers as I keep law and order in the streets of New York. Da 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 Lovely stuff. Well, folks, we announced off the top of the show some very big news involving Tourism Ireland and Air Canada. And on the line to fill us in with lots of details about this very exciting news is Jane Shackelford, the manager of Tourism Ireland. How are you doing, Jane? I'm very well. How are you this morning? Very good. You must be very happy. I'd say that was a lot of work on your behalf and congratulations on on this uh, announcement. Well done. You know, thanks very much. It's a long time coming, as you know, and so many people have been working on this, you know, for years. The Tourist Board, Enterprise Ireland, the Embassy, Chamber, and like the Dublin Airport Authority have, uh, they did a great job over the last year and kind of working with us and uh, Air Canada to pull this deal together. So we're absolutely thrilled. Oh, you must be, yeah, and I know that the people of this community will be for sure, and I suppose especially too with not only all of us folks who've been here for so long, but the new people coming out too. It'll be yeah. great that they'll uh, they'll be able to get back and forth uh, times like Christmas and, and Easter. The, t- the timing's perfect, exactly. You know, and it's always been a challenge to get that year round and that winter access uh, into Dublin for Toronto, but we all knew we could do it. We knew the you know the traffic was there, but. Uh, you know, to have all these uh, young kids and young people, you know, over from Ireland now, um, you know, who are able now to travel back and forth and, you know, that their family can come over and see them. You know, it needs two-way traffic to sustain a service. So, you know, to get the Irish coming over to Canada and, you know, for us in terms of the tourism potential now, it's, it's, it's going to be an exciting couple of years ahead for us. No doubt about it. And, and you mentioned Enterprise Ireland and the, and the Chamber working on all this stuff. And from a business standpoint, I, th- I think it's going to be huge for, for both Canada and Ireland, our, our two countries that are, the, the business together is growing, you know, and has been over these years. So I think this is only going to help increase that. And on yep. a personal front, I go back a fair bit and, and I, I'm just really really happy with this news so well that's it that as you say that the timing was key and you know is you know you have so many irish agencies and, and business opportunities here in canada in ireland that uh, they know they can you know apart from filling the back of the plane that they'll fill the front of the plane as well so you'll be able to travel business ken when you're going back oh, <laughs> I, I could only hope you know keep the fingers i'll have to i'll have to work on a lot of points for that one <laughs> <laughs> I, I could only wish, 
But uh, you know, just fellas like Mark O'Brien who uh, who travel up in that that class. You know, he I've I've seen him bring me back the odd shrimp from the top of the deck oh, there. Or the, the, the overnight bag. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the smell of cookies. That uh, the smell <laughs> of cookies always reminds me of first class. All right. Yeah. Uh, well, the Air Canada Rouge, uh, the new planes that will be going on the Dublin service uh, next May. Um, I, it's a 264 seats, as far as I can gather, and about 230 of them. Uh, you know, will be economy, and then they have a further. 18 that'll be you know that you know that plus uh, rouge plus service and then there'll be the premier about uh 12 or 15 seats up front as well so really good configuration you know for 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 the business traveler and and for the leisure traveler oh no that is it is good news and uh anybody who's ever um enjoyed up there the the new pod system if that's going to be one of those plans it is fantastic when you can when you can stretch out the other uh, piece that i think i read in that is that it'll be it'll be wi-fi all the way across I which was, is pretty yeah, cool yeah yeah that's for uh, anyone whether you're you know exactly business or leisure travel yeah. they want to to have that wi-fi access i don't know sometimes i kind of like six hours without, yeah. without anything <laughs> right jen you're right <laughs> i know it's a, we're living in a world where people always want uh instant response but uh you're dead right sometimes when you can get six hours away from from uh people it's it's a good thing so it'll it'll start uh, May next year. So right. we know, as you know, they do the seasonal service this year, and the seasonal service will start next year. Then, um, and it'll be Air Canada Rouge. We'll we'll kick that off then in May first, and it'll be daily in the peak season. And then what will happen? Kind of in October, it'll go down to three a week at some stage in October, and then that'll continue on, you know, right through to 2015 when we'll go up to the five. Then um, the daily service again. So 2015 will be really the first year we have the January to December, but next Next year to have kind of the May through December will be will be fantastic. And what where we're very lucky as a destination is to to work with Air Canada to make to have this announcement happen now a year out. You know that gives us a year here to to get the message out to the community, the Canadians who want to travel to Ireland, to the business traveller, you know, and in Ireland as well. So a lot of education to be done with the travel agents, etc. Here in Canada, you know, sure. this year so that next year we're you know we're out there with a very strong consumer campaign with Air Canada Vacations and Air Canada Rouge to, to promote the service. Great. Jane, Jane what, it's Mark here. What was the tipping point here, Jane? What, uh, what was really the, 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 heavy, the heavy catalyst to make all this work? All the money. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? The, the numbers were there. Um, mm. You know, that, that the business case was stronger than it had ever been before in terms of the potential of sustaining that three days in the winter. And really, you know, you know, obviously working with Cathy Murphy um, at the Immigration Society and Enterprise Ireland and Embassy, you know, we were able to put that business case together and talk to Air Canada Rouge about how many Irish are actually have just, you know, travelled over here in the last one or two years and are working here on the IEC programme for two years. How many more would be arriving again next year? You know, so apart from the potential of the the, the, the Canadian traveller to Ireland on, on vacation, it was the fact that there would now be this, you know, new VFR market in Ireland. So the real, you know, that really strengthened the case. You know, you know yourself talking to anyone and, you know, you didn't really get to go home really in November, December unless you were traveling, you know, via New York or via London. And, you know, now to have that ease of access, you know, both ways that, you know, family and friends will be able to visit each other. So fairly confident um, that that will work. The second thing really in terms of Air Canada and Air Canada Rouge was they've got this proven kind of, you know, hub and spoke model. So, you know, you travel Air Canada, they've got like 58, a network of 58 cities over North America so for them, you know, they'll be, you know, promoting this service, you know, not just in Canada, but somebody in L.A. or San Francisco be traveling through Toronto to get to Dublin in November. Uh, that's yeah, that is good for sure. It's always surprised me places like, you know, Copenhagen that will have three or four flights a week and, and Dublin not. So it, it, well, do, I, do you what's funny you say that, Ken, because that's exactly the business model that they would have compared this to and, and how... Um, how well that that route actually worked, you know, in year two and year three to sustain itself and, and how that, you know, the Copenhagen service has grown. And they really, you know, they, they know now that, that Dublin can work even just based on that model alone. Great. Fantastic. And I suppose um, we should ask you, how's things with the gathering? Oh, well, well, you see, I know, I wish we had it this year, of course, yeah. because of the gathering. But really, it's the momentum of things like the gathering that, you know, have been able to to make the airlines realise that uh, they need to increase their service to Ireland. And 
It's a great year. I mean, the momentum here has been fantastic. Uh, the Canadians, the press, you know, talking about the gathering and traveling over. And, you know, for us, it's just a, it's a brilliant opportunity for us to get out there to promote Ireland, promote all the festivals and events that are taking place. So at the minute, we're, we're promoting the, the River Dance Festival. It'll be taking place in Dublin in July. And we've got the the Canada Come Home in Wicklow um, in September that we've been working um, with colleagues there on and the Strokes Point Gathering with the Quebec uh, and Gros Sale connection there in Roscommon. So uh, still a lot to come. You know, we're only, we're only at the end of April here, so there's several thousand more events and festivals. But, you know, with, with the gathering and with the announcement of Air Canada Rouge, our phones and our emails have been non-stop, you know, from the media now wanting to get over to Ireland this year now to, you know, to experience it again because they know it will be such a hot destination now moving forward and allow us to hopefully, you know, make that break in market share with our, our European competitors. Brilliant. Well, many congratulations to you and your team and everybody who's uh, who's worked on this. Well done, and uh, thanks a million for coming on the show to share the news with us, Jane, this morning. You're very welcome. Thanks for the opportunity and then helping get the word out. This is just what we'll need to do, so look forward to working with you. All right, Jane. Enjoy Take care. Enjoy the, the show. Thank you, guys. Bye. All right, all the best. Thanks, Bye. Jane. Bye. That's great news. Fantastic news. It is indeed. All right, this is a song reminds me of you and I, Saints and Sinners, Paddy Casey. <laughs> Well, anyone can lose it all Well, anyone can lose it all And you don't heed your warning's call Well, anyone can lose it all Well, anyone can make a mess Anyone can make a mess Just take so much you make it less Well anyone can make a mess When you got time and streets making saints and sinners Anyone can be a saint Well, anyone can be a saint And you just forget that you ain't We can go and be a saint Well, anyone can be a star Well, anyone can be a star You know I wish we'd had more time You know I wish we'd had more time You know I think it was a crime The things we'd waste trying not to waste our time When you got time and streets making saints and sinners
All right, the Galway Arms located at 840. The Queensway is your home away from home in Toronto's West End. And to get the entertainment and the full sports lineup, call the Keane family at 416-251-0096 or go to www.galwayarms.ca. And as I mentioned earlier, a couple of big games going on uh, down at the Galway Arms tomorrow at at 9 o'clock in the morning, Derry are taking on Westmead. Uh, that's in the Division 2 uh, National Football League final. And then in the um, the big game is at uh, 4 o'clock Irish time, 11 o'clock locally, uh, Dublin uh, taking on Tyrone. I know that Michael had sent me some tags and some other games that are going on there um, today in the afternoon. But as I mentioned, give Michael a call before you go down there at 416-251-0096. And um, those lads will take care of you. To give you the full radio experience of pouring a can of richer, fresher, smoother Guinness draft, we will employ the methods of theater of the mind. Okay, imagine that these coconut shells are the hooves of horses representing the surging beauty of a pour of Guinness. And maybe this cowbell could represent the stunning cascade of smooth... You know, forget it. Why not just pick up a pack of Guinness Draft on your way home and see for yourself? Guinness Draft. Drink Guinness responsibly. Right, folks. Here we go with the Guinness Community Calendar of Events. May the 3rd is the Toronto Rosa Tralee Selection Ball at Atlantis Ontario Place. Tickets are $125 and that includes full bar. Ticket information, give Aaron Horgan a call at 905-621-1355 or send her an email at torontorosecenter at gmail.com. And don't forget, the man across the desk from me will be there judging that night, so you want to get down and see him anyway. Saturday, May the 11th, the Mayo Person of the Year Dinner Dance is at Le Traport. Banquet Hall. The entertainment is by Hugo Strani. Information can be got at 905-567-0445. Sunday, May the 26th, the Irish Claddagh Club of Barry and the Innisfil Annual Heritage Day is on in Innisfil, Ontario for a fun afternoon of Irish and Scottish music, dancers and vendors. Please give Renee Hall a call for more information at 705-431-1087. May 31st, the Ireland Fund of Canada Day at the Races at Woodbine Racetrack is on. There'll be a trackside tent. Lunch is at 12pm. First race is at 1pm. Tickets are $125 and proceeds will benefit the Celtic Studies Programme of UFT. Real Blast Irish Set Dancing Weekend. The Toronto Irish Set Dancing Club will hold a Real Blast Irish Set Dancing Weekend featuring Pat Murphy from Ireland. The weekend includes three free Kayleys, Friday, Saturday and Sunday, plus two workshops on Saturday and Sunday. And as if that wasn't enough, there'll be an Irish music session on Saturday at lunchtime. And everybody is welcome to bring their instruments. So that's Friday, May 31st, the Welcome Kayley. 8 to 12 with music by Inish Owen. June the 1st, set dance and workshop from 10 a.m. till 12.30. And from 2 till 4.30 with music by Celtic Crew. June the 2nd, the workshop is from 1.30 to 2.30. And a farewell Kelly from 2.30 to 5.30 p.m. with Cabbage Town Kelly Band. Information will be got at realblast at yahoo.ca. That's R-E-E-L blast at yahoo.ca. Or go to their webpage, set.com. Sorry, set-dance.ca. June 7th and 9th, there's a Toronto Irish language group. They're having their 6th annual Irish Immersion Weekend in Keswick. Classes are from beginners to fluent. The cost is $200, which includes overnight accommodation and meals. Saturday, June the 15th, we mentioned it earlier in the show, Ireland versus Canada at BMO Field, 8pm. Tickets can be got at ticketmaster.ca. And on June the 20th, it's the Ireland-Canada Chamber of Commerce 20th Annual Golf Tournament. It's the Brian Dolan Memorial at uh, Nobleton Lakes Golf Club. Ticket information can be got at 416-621-7373. Or you can even send myself or Mark an email on that as we're on the committee at ken at saturdayirishradio.com or mark at saturdayirishradio.com For more information go to the Guinness Community Calendar of Events on our website saturdayirishradio.com That's it folks for this week and on the line we have a man you know I tell you if you're if you're lucky enough to be in there at PJ's and have this fella serve you up a pint. You, you couldn't meet, I suppose, a finer fella from Tipperary anyway. Best barman in the town, I Best think. barman in... Do you think so? <laughs> I'd say he's close. Anyway. Voted by you and me anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. JP, on the line, how are you doing? 
Gentlemen, how are you doing this morning? Not too bad, not too bad. You sound good. You mustn't have been up too late last night. Oh, I wish I can. No, I heard till the bitter end last night. Peter's was rocking last night. Was it? Re- who did you have on last night down there? Uh, we had a band called Wheelhouse, a great four-piece band. Can they do a bit of a uh, little bit of everything? So they were on again tonight, uh, starting at nine thirty. So get here early, as we're going to be busy as usual. Good stuff. That's here at the moment, waiting for the mighty monster to play. At twelve o'clock, I'm watching Mark's team here. Oh, oh yeah! Give us the result. What's what's going on with Spurs? Mighty Wigan, well done, Mark. Mighty Wigan, not an easy place to go and get a draw when you're in the top five. Stop the lights! <laughs> stop the lights! After all, I did you not hear the start of the show? I I, I play a nice little Tipperary win, and then you you shove that uh, across the air to me, huh? Oh, I'm sorry, Mark. Well, it's a good draw, man. It's a good Is draw. it over? Well, uh, it was just—it's just over, I think. Yeah. Good, good. good. It's we a good result. Good result for everyone else. And your boys have the whole thing wrapped up. We won't talk Our about boys. that, will we? The whole thing yeah. wrapped up again, Ken. It's getting a bit tedious at this stage now. Since my my <laughs> fellas have a lock on seventh anyway. <laughs> well, that's good. That's good. It's a pity now. I'm just looking around. There's no Swansea or West Brom fans that you could uh, <laughs> have a table chat with, unfortunately. But. Uh, and come here, next weekend is a big one now, isn't it? A big, The big clash, yeah, the clash of the ash. Final against uh, an up-and-coming team, Kilkenny. <laughs> uh, if my healthman is listening out there, we'll have our usual little 20 spot on that. All oh, right, very right. good. And $20 as well, boys, don't we? Oh, excellent. Well, Mark is, is siding with your fellas. Yeah. yeah, it's going to be a tough one. We've uh, Kilkenny, after what they've done to us last year, it's, it's mm. going to be hard to see what we can do, but... It's a good run in for the championship. I'm going. I'm going to go with the the, the ladies in, in this town, uh, Kitty Freely and and Ethna Heffernan. I'm going to go. Of course you are. I'm going to go with their team because you know they're two yeah, of my favourite ladies. And, yeah. You know, and and I'll so I'll take you for twenty on that one. Oh, lovely, Ken. No problem. No problem. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got me. What can I say? <laughs> so we've got Kilkenny listeners. Uh, we got loyalty. Now we've got tip list. We got loyalty. So we, you know that's the game, right? It's all good. Uh, so how are your buys fixed for this year, Ken Sligo? Surely you must have. Like a few <laughs> handballers. You, you must be. Day. You must be talking about soccer. Do you see, we're at the top of the table in the Premiership. I, there, huh? I've seen that, and that's in the bankrupt uh, League of Ireland. Right? <laughs> <laughs> the old, the old well clash well of the well ash, done. you know, doesn't. Uh, we don't do too well at that. <laughs> no, 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 no. I think Sligo. Uh, no, they're not playing. Uh, I think New York are playing Leitrim next week. Yeah, yeah are, so yeah, I know Sligo yeah. will have a day out at least. Anyway, is that the first game of the Championship? Uh, I think it is, yeah. Yeah, the championship oh, kicks good. off next weekend. Absolutely. Very good, very good, very yep, good. That would yep. be good. good. And a big so, uh, win. Yeah, well, they, as of course, our sister pub, the Irish Embassy, will be showing all the GA games. So make sure oh, you very get good. There. Yeah, big time. Uh, all the, for starting in the championship, they'll be showing all those games live. Wow, very good. Look at oh, you. That's great. Look that's, at you. That's excellent information. And a big win for Leinster today in the rugby, too. Did you see that? I didn't see that. How much did they win by? Well, uh, 44-16 over Barrett. Oh, that'll do. Hopefully Munster, even though Munster were up against it against Claremont, but uh, yeah. hopefully they, the, the mighty Munster men can do it. Uh, they can, of course. Why wouldn't they? Are you going to spread oh, the word on this big rugby game as well, JP? Of course, Ken. Yeah, we Go hope man. to have a bit of a function. We hope to have, uh, I'm giving a little bit of an exclusive here now, actually, but we hope to have the Irish rugby team in later on that evening. Wonderful. Yeah, uh, we'll get we've a few contacts on the Irish rugby team, so we're hoping to get them all back here. We'll uh, give you further details of that to come, but uh, we hope to maybe run a bus also from PJs here out to the game and coming straight back here afterwards, where mm. we'll have a bit of light music and a few uh, appetizers and drinks for everybody. So, oh, good man, deadly we'll stuff. Let you know a bit more of dancing, yep. closer to the event. Yeah, we'll we'll have you on for sure with that. Well, uh, we're getting the wrap up signal here from Alex. Uh, we we we, uh, we enjoyed having you on. We'll have to have you back on again. No problem, guys. Good talking to you, Ken, and I'll be ringing you next week for that 20. All, All right. right. Fair play to okay, you. To you, JP. Good luck. All the best. All right, folks. It's a wrap. we got Mary Black here, and um, it's uh, a man of worth. And, uh, Sloan oh, hey, before we go. Yes, yes, yes. Did you know? No. We are on iTunes. Oh. Folks, podcasts. on iTunes. Podcasts. If you do a search on your iTunes, Keolog is crack. You can find us on there. Now, not only on the web, but iTunes. Can you believe that? There you go, Mary Black. In the big leagues. Have a bit of that. Slán.
programming for our Irish community can be heard every Saturday from 11 a.m. to noon. This is AM 1430 CHKT, Fairchild.